A while back, I did an entry that was kind of a Adam Sandler tribute, kind of going through a bunch of his movies and like his history and whatnot. And I've also done a a little video uh, tribute um, on my TikTok channel to what is considered to be a failed attempt at kind of branching off his production company. Um, for those who don't know, Happy Madison had one attempt at making an affiliate company called Scary Madison. Did a little video tribute on that on my TikTok. So I am a big Adam Sandler fan. Now, with that being said, there are still plenty of movies I have not seen. I have not seen his very first film titled Overboard from like 1988. Um, it is on my list of things to watch. Uh, however, another one was brought to my attention that I totally forgot about. Uh, the film That's My Boy from 2012. Now... I didn't give this film a chance because something about it just did not rub me the right way. Maybe I wasn't a big Andy Samberg fan back then. And probably also the fact that I sort of correlated it with another film of the same title called That's My Boy uh, with Jimmy Stewart from the 80s. And I was just like, oh, it's another remake. And I wasn't really into the whole remake scene 10 years ago. And that was just around that time where there was like a five-year period where they were just trying to grab up anything from the last 50 years and see if they can remake it in some capacity. So a buddy of mine comes over for the weekend with his girl and he's talking about this movie. And he's like, it's his favorite Adam Sandler movie ever. And I was like, that's interesting. He's got so many good movies, everybody kind of picks their favorite, so to speak. Um, I still didn't really understand it. And he told me that it is one of the only, the only R-rated movies that Happy Madison Productions has put out. As an Adam Sandler movie as well. Like, he's done other R-rated movies. You know, Uncut Gems is a completely R-rated movie. But that's outside of Happy Madison. Within Happy Madison... There is maybe this film and maybe one other film that's considered R-rated within their production lineup. That involves Adam Sandler. So I was like, okay, you know, we'll give it a shot. And I was really missing out on what this movie is. Holy shit, is this movie such a ridiculous, wild ride of just stuff I was not expecting. So first off, for those who have never given it a chance... That's My Boy is basically about the character Adam Sandler plays. Uh, I forget the guy's name. But essentially when he was younger in high school, he had sex with his teacher. And he became like a huge celebrity because of it. Meanwhile, the teacher went to prison. However, the teacher went to prison and actually was actually got pregnant during that time. So now he's like 16 at the time, so he has this kid. They don't give him... The, they don't give him his son because he's too young. So instead, they wait until he becomes of age. I think it's like 21. So they wait till the kid's like six years old to actually give him to the Adam Sandler character. But by that point, Adam Sandler's character gets roped up into this kind of limelight where he's like the star of this sh show that's him and his life because he's the guy who fucked his teacher. And... Some people are, like, all for it. Some people, like, just don't understand it. So he becomes popular for about 15 years. Then he dies out, becomes, like, a B-list, you know, oh, I know that guy kind of actor. And he's still trying to, like, utilize his name in some capacities, but only really old people kind of know him. And they play that off as how they explain who he is to people who do recognize him. So he still has a bit of popularity, but his son has become completely distant from him because, well, he's the product of 
what most seemed to be a very heinous act, you know, statutory rape, technically. So the premise of the story after all of this happens is the Andy Samberg, who's playing Adam Sandler's son, is going to get married. And Adam Sandler is facing charges of tax evasion. So he might go to prison unless he comes up with a certain amount of money. So he goes to try to, like, ask his son for it and then gets involved in the wedding. And he just doesn't want anything to do with him. So it's kind of this journey of how they reconnect in a way. And there's just so much bizarre shit that happens throughout the whole thing. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's any way a tasteful story. You know, there is one point where you also kind of learn that his soon-to-be wife is actually a real like her life isn't all that great either. And Adam Sandler finds that out first because she just, he discovers that she is having sex with her brother and they're like, they get caught because they're trying to do it one last time before the wedding. And then there's vanilla ice. And there's so much ridiculous shit in here that the, that the only thing that was not the craziest thing whatsoever is that when they go to visit the mother in prison, young mom, I forget who the actress who plays the young mom is, but now it's like 30 years later. So young mom has grown into old mom and old mom is played by Susan Sarandon. And that just hit me right off the, I had no idea that was going to happen. And that just threw me for a fucking curveball. Like I've never been hit before in my life. So, thinking about this movie and that premise, it is really bizarre. It's really understandable why it's not the most highly rated film, nor do most people talk about it. I think it got, like, an award for winning, like, the worst film at some award show. I forget what it was. But, like, it's not highly regarded as a good film. Which is a little bit upsetting when you consider that it is still in some way, shape, or form unique for Happy Madison. Happy Madison doesn't get a lot of heavy hitters on their list, and this is nowhere near one of them. It's not even a mid-tier one. It's just funny how it's still regarded by a small group, because I have never met anybody who said this was my favorite one. And then I had my buddy come over who's a big movie person. He's like, this is my favorite Adam Sandler movie of all time. And I get it. It's extremely entertaining it's really bizarre and it's completely unlike anything else in their catalog because of all of the undertone storylines that apparently they were doing and had the okay for and that's one of the reasons why they didn't do any other r-rated movies or didn't do any ones beforehand i mean when you break from the pg-13 and go into r you could really do a lot like what's the thing every pg-13 movie is allowed one one f-bomb but you're in an R-rated movie, no holds barred. You know, like you're talking Scarface-level F-bombs if you really wanted to. So they took that and they really ran with it with the amount of bizarre shit that happens. Like, he he fucks this guy. Okay, so they're having the wedding at Andy Samberg's boss's estate. He's a big-time, like, financial um, advisor. And he works for this really rich dude who, of course, you know, financials. And... They go to his estate to have the wedding. There, they meet his boss's mother, and there's this whole rigmarole where somehow Adam Sandler winds up having a three-way with the mother and Vanilla Ice. It's just really, really bizarre. It's really unique to the Happy Madison production catalog, and I think it deserves a little bit of praise except simply for that. 
I do understand why it probably doesn't hit for a lot of people because it really does come out of left field. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, a year before that, they did bedtime stories. So how are you going to go from Adam Sandler's bedtime stories to something like That's My Boy? Yeah, you can understand a little bit. 